Hey everybody, this is Jeff with Ready Man. We've got a ne- another Savage Gentleman podcast, live podcast for you. We've got a we, we've got a really fun topic for you tonight. We've been having a blast. Actually, we're running some new software back here, and it looks like Zach's Death Star going on back here. That we've got about like 15 monitors, and we've got multiple cameras that we're testing out. I think we're up to like 10 cameras. Or something at least maybe that's an exaggeration but um, but we've got a bunch of cameras out there anyways we're just switching the views around just to keep you guys entertained and um, you know so you can see the stuff so tonight we've got special guest Jeremy Horn that's joining us and of course we've got Josh or uh, you know so our two resident experts on fighting when it comes to fisticuffs and so tonight we're talking about martial arts myths or what we affectionately call bullshit. bullshit and so tonight we've gone around the web and we've picked up some videos you know you guys know that we try hard not to pick on too many people but some of this stuff is just it's just it's just too tempting it's not hard to be not to and and you know we're looking at this from kind of a very specific point of view, not necessarily any particular martial art as a whole per se, but you know, really what we're talking about is some of the techniques that we're looking at here because there is some of, you know, a little bit of uh, applicability to each thing. And, and Jeremy, why should we listen to you? What do you, <laughs> what do you know about this? Uh, I have been doing martial arts for about 30 years. I've got about 170 professional MMA fights, and no I'm pretty deal. good at getting punched in the face. So I kind of <laughs> know how that works. So you've probably stood up against some black magic martial artists before. I have indeed. And how'd that turn out for them? Not well for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach, let's, uh, let's cut to something and, and, and break this down. So we're going to... Go right to a video and we'll kind of talk you guys through what's happening and we'll have Jeremy Horn chime in to, to really dissect it for you. So what do we have first, Zach? Oh, this is a good one. Oh, this is a good so one. So this is a, what, a Chi Master? Yes. So we're looking at a guy, where is it? Yeah, we're looking at a guy just taking on a ton of people by not even touching them. I mean, this is amazing. Look at, wow. <laughs> What do you think about that? Yeah, so uh, I'm familiar with this video. This is a guy that claimed that he, uh, obviously, as you can see, could control people and and, uh, fight people without touching them. And he actually offered $5,000 of his own money if anybody could beat him in a real fight. And uh, a local MMA fighter or a local MMA uh, practitioner, I don't even know if the guy fights, uh, took him up on it. This is the actual challenge here. This is actually the challenge. Now, I wonder if all that whirly hand movement is going to help him out in this Let's this check this out. So we're talking pure black magic here. Yeah. Oh, what was that? So yeah, it's a contract they made him sign. So oh. he's, uh, yeah, he dropped down. He's, he's okay, uh, signing so he's, the paperwork, maybe a waiver, a release sure. of some sort. Because in case this guy kills him? In, in case, case the Chi Master kills him, in yes. In case the Chi Master kills him. Okay, and, contract is signed. Oh, man, we're official. Here we go. It's gonna look that, at the it actually here. brought a pretty big crowd, it seems. I'm sure it did. I mean, this is... I would love to actually, in real life, <laughs> see someone drop another human being by waving their arms around like a lunatic. Well, yeah. we're we're about to see it right now yeah, because this I, guy's gonna prove his stuff is absolutely <laughs> lethal. Yeah, he looks pretty psyched up for it. They had him sign a waiver, waiver and everything. Yeah. All right. So we're standing around. We're waiting. I don't know what the other guy's doing. Maybe he's getting warmed up. Maybe he's getting mentally psyched to take <laughs> on this uh, this master. And that's 
kind of the thing is like, there's always that little 1% chance. You're like, okay, is this guy actually magical? Like you kind of worry about that in the back of your head, you know? Yeah, it's, it's funny. I always think about that. You know, I've, I've spent my whole life doing martial arts and I've never seen any of this work or even come close, but I, uh, I have a hard time saying with absolute 100% certainty that something can or can't work. Well, that, it's like <laughs> that, one time, that one time in a million where it actually does somehow work happens to be against you. That would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see if it works against this guy. He's drawing all his chi in, it looks like, by raising his hands. We're circling. We're circling. They're staring at each other. And a swat. Big open hand slap. And here comes the arm and, waving. And missed again. Ooh. And so the other guy, MMA fighter, jumps in and looks like hits him with the knee and hits him in the face. And now, is he apologizing? He's he's actually surprised because he's bleeding. Oh, <laughs> he's he's holding his mouth, possibly holding his teeth in. And, uh, and, and this is where reality collides with yes. fantasy. Uh, yeah, he just cannot believe that he's bleeding his own to, blood. To his credit, he actually continued to fight. I. I would think that would be enough to wake him up, but apparently it wasn't. Oh, boom, boom. A couple boom. of punches and, boom, and a left shin bone face. to the oh. face. And nice. so and now he's I, done. I think we could pretty much stop the video there, Zach. Uh, uh. <laughs> so you guys that are just tuning in, you know, what we're going over is this is the Savage Gentleman podcast. We're going through there, and the whole point of this is one, you know, a big part of being a savage gentleman is being well versed and attuned to what's going on and not falling for some of the hocus pocus that's out there, whether that's martial arts or whether that's, you know, something that's going to make you strong. Eat this uh, supplement that's yeah, a try, bunch of garbage. Try this one weird trick. Try this one, weight. you know, the one weird <laughs> trick that makes you lose 20 pounds in two days and makes you look like some dude on the beach. So that's the whole point of the savage gentleman is one, because if you're falling for this, one, you're not doing yourself or your family any good. And so we're gonna start out, we're just, we're actually, we're just gonna crush a bunch of these myths that are out there. And so as we're doing this, we're bringing in subject matter experts that can look at this and go, that's a bunch of crap. <laughs> well, and, and for those of you folks that are watching this live, um, Feel free to type in in the comments, you know, anything. We've got Jeremy as a resident expert to really dispel any myths. So if you've always had a question about something like, hey, I, somebody told me that you could rip a guy's esophagus out with your bare hands. Is that true, Jeremy? Ask him. And, and, and so you guys know, too. So Jeremy, 170 professional fights. So by way of comparison, most professional fighters have like 20 20, 20, 20 is or decent. 30. I mean, yeah, if is you've it, got over is it, 40. Is a, is a decent career. Over 40, is you're an old salty dog at that point. <laughs> and so 170. I'm pretty sure, Jeremy, is that a world record? Uh, I don't know. There's a couple other guys out there that have, uh, have as many or more fights than me. But it's arguable whether those are real fights. Yeah, some of those are questionable. So, and, and Jeremy won't toot his own horn, but I'll kind of brag for him. So some of the guys that you could say have more fights really the 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 quote i put these in quotation marks fights that they have are kind of just set up with their buddies in so the it's, it's it's kind of like saying you bench pressed 500 pounds but your buddy was the guy that was spotting you that in, was saying that you actually did it doesn't count right, right. doesn't count yeah so i mean I, i'll jeremy probably won't go on record of saying that but i will um he he hands down has more fights than anybody else out there real fights excuse me and Let's so see. and so we're we're talking it, the quintessential subject matter expert that as we go through these videos, we're going to crush them. And because really what we want you guys is to make sure that you're not falling for this same garbage. Anybody that's putting this stuff out that says that it's, that it's true and that it's magical, 
it, there's no magic. It's just hard work, guys. Just hard work. So we're going to have a lot of fun tonight beating this up. We're going to tell some old stories. And you guys can listen. Make sure you tune in. But at the end of the day, it's about making you better. Yeah. And, and also, go ahead and share this with anyone that maybe needs to see this or you know, they think they've got the best martial art on the planet and, and maybe you feel like they might be uh, a little off with that. Maybe share them, share this with them so they can, <laughs> you know, we can steer the ship back, back, you know, down center again. So, Zach, let's kick to another video if we could. I don't know what we have queued up. for. Oh, this is a great one. Oh, wait, but before we go, you guys, you'll see it showing up in the corner. Oh, where I think it? right here, right, right in here. Oh, nice. The new Savage Gentleman t-shirts are out. So Jeremy's actually sporting one of those tonight that are coming out in bronze. This is a super ah. high quality shirt. So you guys, you'll want to check it out. And it has the new logo. Uh, I'm trying to get my there. camera. The logo of the uh, bearded skull in the uh, corner there on the back. So you guys check that out. So um, let's go. Let's get that other video. Hey, going. Phillips, actually, let's answer Phillips' oh, question. Oh, oh, so this is a good one for Jeremy. <laughs> have, have you ever experienced oh, chi <laughs> either used against you or using it on somebody else? A absolutely not. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's a hocus pocus, and uh, it does not exist. So you've never had someone, you know, when you were going against them and just like, oh man, this guy's chi is really strong. <laughs> you can just feel the chi emanating if, from their body. You know, if by chi you mean body odor, then yes, I have, <laughs> I have felt it. It's quite quite uh, pungent. Yeah, support aroma. Quite pungent <laughs> uh, to the smell, to the nostrils. Yeah, I mean, and, and we've got a couple of videos on tap that, that talk about and, uh, guys using chi, and you'll really see that start to come unraveled in, in these videos as they put it, put it into, or try to put it into play against real life people and not their students. And that's, I think where it goes off the rails is people, real people step in and try to use it and then yeah. it, it doesn't work. So hey, and Chris, just so you know, I think what you're saying is you need a chubby savage gentleman shirt. And so just so you know, we got all the sizes in. So we've got small all the way up to, I think we got double X's and triple X's there. Nice. So, so Chris, if that's what you're talking about, you may be talking about a chubby, Savage Gentleman shirt, in which case, send us some ideas and we'll see about it. But, uh, but we've got the extra large Savage nice. Gentleman shirts that are, that are in stock now. So Yeah, because let's be honest, no real respectable man is under 200 pounds, right? That's right. That's right. Throw some weight around. Hey, let's watch another video. <laughs> Says the guy who's a buck 75. All right. <laughs> so this one, yeah, this is a really good one. This is one that's been floating around uh, Facebook for quite some time. And this is, what is this guy's name? Uh, I think oh, he Master. calls himself Master Wong. Yeah. And very charismatic guy. He, he makes interesting, cool videos. But the stuff that he's showing is, is fantasy and, and nonsensical. So, you know, here he is talking to this guy and explaining to him, if you encounter a boxer in the street, this is what you need to do. And he's, you know, claiming to be a, a Wing Chun expert. Um, and, and not to say that there's anything inherently wrong with Wing Chun, but these techniques, Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, the thing that I'm looking at is every time I see something like this, it always boils down to competition. If you could actually elbow somebody's fist in a fight and disable them, then we would see it in some form of competition. Uh, it's just so incredibly hard to pinpoint somebody's fist as it's coming towards you and hit it with an elbow as he's doing here. Uh, again, it's just, it's, just, it's just ludicrous to think that, uh, that anybody could do that. And honestly, I, like we talked before, I think this guy, this is a bit of a parody uh, channel. I think he just likes to have fun with this stuff, and uh, 
you know, and entertain people. Yeah, and, and, and I'm okay with that from an entertainment perspective because it is actually entertaining to watch. The problem is when you present this, and, and it feels very much like he is actually presenting this as a solution to defending yourself in the street where you're in some world going to have the pinpoint accuracy to throw an elbow while someone is throwing a punch at you and hit them directly in the fist. Now, what if we call that a block, though? I mean, wouldn't you block with your elbows from time to time in a fight? Uh, yeah, possibly, but you're going to end up putting your hand against your head and just kind of covering up and shelling up. You know, you're not, you're not going to put your hand across your face, you know, kind of like Count Dracula in his cape, uh, because your, your forearm is... <laughs> You know, this kind of thing. It's a great vision. But that's essentially what he's doing. He's bringing it across right. with his hand tucked down. And, you know, your eyes and everything are open. So if you have the, the again, mystical ability to, to meet someone's fist with your elbow, then good on you. But honestly, you don't need to do anything. Bring, bring the camera back. So uh, count, I like Count Dracula. Count, count Dracula with the cape. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> blah, blah. All right. What is the. That, that was awesome. That's oh, awesome. this is a great question. Gregory, thank you. What's the maximum effective range of the Dim Mach? And for those of you guys that don't know, Vim Mach is. Death touch. This is the death touch. It's the death touch. How close do you need well, to be? Well, I guess if it's a death touch by. You have to touch them. You right? have to touch them, right? Yeah. So the maximum effective range is, uh, or is death or is. Close enough to touch him. Close enough and, to and touch him. for those of you guys, we're obviously being facetious with that. A dim mock, a death touch, as far as I know, is non-existent. Um, Here, uh, and Jeremy, have you ever seen the death touch? <laughs> yeah, it actually comes in uh, 115 grains. Uh, about, uh, about, what is that, about 1,300 feet per second? 1,300 feet per second. So, yeah, what is that maximum range there? I guess I guess it depends on how accurate you are, huh? Yeah, uh, I was uh, I was shooting with a buddy of mine the other day, and we got out to about 270 yards with a 9-millimeter button. There you go. Might as well there just go. And, and, and so, actually, so dim mock, so it should be dim mock equals 9mm. Exactly. Yeah, I, I actually... That'd be a great T-shirt. It would be. Oh, that, well, that, that's hey, a great. Hey, that's a Gregory thing. That's that's gonna Pat be the pending. next T-shirt. Um, no, funny story. I actually have hit Jeremy Horn with a dim mock death touch. Um, the problem is, it takes about 50 years to go in effect. It's a really no. slow burn. But it eventually, is, it he's is. gonna die, and it'll be because I, I hit him with that dim mock. I'm not gonna see 95. Sorry, sorry about that, Jeremy Horn. All right, let's get another video. We got a lot of people tuning in. Um, seem to be enjoying this. So what else do we have? Zach? Looks like Kyle is moving to Salt Lake City in a couple of weeks. Nice, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Looking forward to seeing you too. Yeah, you come can by. come in and uh, sit in our amazing studio audience. Yeah. That's made up of bones right here, and uh, <laughs> we got a couple of punching mannequins. No, actually, Pete and uh, Pete Senior and Pete Junior came out. Pete and Pete. And Pete and Pete came out, and I think they're watching here a little bit below. So uh, they came out and sat through. We've had a few people sit through our stuff and contributed to it. So, yeah, yeah look forward to time. meeting you, Kyle. All right. So I actually don't know what this video is. So this just seems to be a bunch of nonsense is happening. Oh, my gosh. Is he standing on his foot? Oh, please show that again. Can you go back real quick? All right. So Steven Seagal, throat punch, and now he's killing this guy with his foot. Yes. Man. That, that must be the heaviest tiny man in the world. <laughs> yeah, because this guy's probably all of 120 pounds, <laughs> and he is just twisting these dudes up. Uh, what, what martial art do you think he's claiming in this? Uh, that's Aikido. You okay. can tell by the uh, uniform that he's wearing. So he's, um, he's somehow, yeah. oh, oh my gosh. This guy would be amazing at uh, freeze tag, I feel like. Look at him go. <laughs> Absolutely. 
He's barely even moving. This is so. So here's a guy who's probably about so, 150 so you years gotta, old. So you got to you got to pause that. Yeah, pause you got to you got to pause that for a second. You got to pause that. And let's break this down. Okay, because there's a lot of guys that are gonna scream. No, Aikido is like this is the God's honest truth. It's it's the gospel here. Jeremy, I mean, you could bring the video back to us, Zach. Let's, I mean, let's break. Yeah, let's just let, stop it right here. Let's just stop it right here, it Jeremy. Have have you ever fought an Aikido practitioner? No, no. Um, so for those of you that don't know, in uh, in a nutshell, Aikido at its base is designed or or uh, claims to use the attacker's momentum against him. So you know, if you push, I pull. You know, if I push, you pull, that kind of thing. Uh, so what you see is a lot of misdirection, a lot of, you know, grabbing people and whipping them around and that kind of thing. And there's, there's a little bit of logic and, and truth behind that concept, but obviously it gets stretched way beyond reality. So, so what people are going like to say that. is, okay, Steven Seagal, oh. real, or, real or false? So again, the, the concept is real at a, at a very small level, but, but what you see in the movies is, is absolutely a and, joke. And I would add to that, have you ever met Steven Seagal? Have you ever seen him in real life? I have not. I heard the dude is really like six guy. foot seven. He's Ooh. close to 300 pounds. I mean, the dude is like a big, big man. So if that dude like throws you around, yeah. I mean, you've essentially got a giant throwing you around. Yeah. Sure. And if you're my size, you're going to go flying. And if you're, yeah, Josh's size, you're going to go flying. Well, that's, that's one that I've always thought was funny. Uh, in uh, Aikido and Steven Seagal in particular, you see it. The, uh, you know, the guy throws a punch and you grab his hand, you pull him in and then whip it back around and the guy does a backflip. Sure. That's not going to happen. <laughs> not even close. If you could grab the guy's hand and pull him forward and you get all his body weight going forward and then you wrench his wrist backwards, it's going to shatter his wrist. It's going to break. He's not going to do a backflip. And then he's going to scream. Right. When I went through the police academy, you know, we had this thing. I was a, After I got out of the army um, on active duty, I, I was a corrections deputy. So I worked in a jail for about a year before I went and worked narcotics. And so the big thing at that time, so this was like back in the, geez, what was in the 90s. And so the big thing was teaching this thing called Ikkyo Nikkyo Kodakashi. And so it was like these Aikido wow. wrist locks that you would use. Now, wrist locks do work. Absolutely. If the guy's on the ground, you're putting handcuffs on him, you want to control him. Absolutely. They work. In a fight, I learned after my first tussle with an inmate was... <laughs> It was brute force and violence is what actually won those fights. Maybe Not a little bit of wrestling. And you're talking, I had been in martial arts at that point like almost my entire life, and it was like, this isn't working. And it was a pick up, body slam, kick them over, and then start doing the wrist locks to control yeah. them. Well, in yeah. a lot of Aikido, I think, let's go back to that and, and talk about it. A lot of Aikido was actually designed around sword play. So a lot of the movements and, and techniques that they're doing are predicated on you and the other guy holding a sword sure or he having a sword and you not having a sword in which case a lot of it makes sense but you know trying to just twist three guys down but you know what it doesn't even make sense with a sword i mean it really it doesn't when this next clip changes you'll see this guy actually is uh competing against somebody that wrestles oh okay and an mma fighter and he oh so we've got this guy fighting not this guy in particular the next next aikido practitioner in the next video man this is just magical yeah, these people are just falling down because they've been told to do so. Sure, and and, and this here we one. go. So here's the reality. Oh no. Oh yeah. So he is. He grabbed him, threw him to the ground. Fantasy. Oh, that's great. So here's a bunch of nonsense, and then and just people flopping around as he backpedals and waves his arms. Fall over, fall over. Oh, you fall over, and you. Here's and, the reality, and you oh, got man. tousled, and I'm grabbing you, and 
throwing you around like yeah, a Yeah, now this is just a wrestling match where the guy has thrown him to the ground and he's actually employing some, some jujitsu oh, submissions there. And here comes An a, arm lock, like boom. a horrible arm lock, but it was oh still working. And I don't know what is happening. He's, he's got this guy pinned through magnetic force on his <laughs> chest. Oh, so he grabbed both his arms and, and actually pinned him with his chin? I, I, I think it was just magnetism. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe more of that chi that's going on. Right. That is unbelievable. So now he just flipped three dudes over. This is unbelievable. You know what this tells me? This guy doesn't have very good students because this is his students, well, and they're obviously not learning very here's, much. Here's the thing, and, and Jeremy and I talk about this a lot. You can and, and just let this run, and I'll talk over it. But the, the onus, I think, lies on the instructor where these people show up thinking, hey, I'm going to learn some really cool martial art. And they have this guy who's a guru, a master, a sifu, whatever label you want to give them. And they teach them that this is real stuff, and this is all that the students have ever yeah, known. So it's yeah. you know almost like by hypnotic suggestion. Oh my gosh! Oh go my, back, go back. We gotta, uh, we gotta we go back. This. You gotta rewind that one. That was amazing. That was complete bullshit. Wow. You, yeah, the, the, you gotta, like you said. I feel like Penn and Teller at this point, right? Oh, hey, where's that bald guy? Bring him back. <laughs> the not Jeff bald guy. <laughs> the not Je the other bald guy. The other bald Here guy. it's coming up where he he tries the judo chop and. And it stops. Yeah. And it's okay. and it's one of those things where it's like, come on, really? But but I mean, look at all these students. There are people who believe that because right. these people show up to these gyms and, and train whatever this <clears> nonsense <throat> is. I think it's coming up here. Where's the it's guy? It's a couple clips down. Is it? Yeah, the the Here it is. Oh he just magic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That guy tried to have even throw a punch <laughs> and just collapse like a Well, he's a white belt. That's <laughs> oh, that's, that's the problem. The problem. Is, so judo chop. He's a white belt. This guy slightly moves to his right. The guy misses and then falls completely past him onto the ground like he got shot. You know, what the scary thing is, though, that really, I mean, let's put this into perspective. Kind of the scary thing on this is uh, people believe. That's what I'm people, saying. Like the that's student the there, this guy, they believe it. I, I mean, the instructor believes that he's actually right. doing this, too. And that's where I don't blame the student. I, I think this is the the teacher that is at fault here i mean we've talked about that a lot jeremy right absolutely the the biggest problem is these people are coming to the gym to learn something um so they are putting all their trust and all their their uh faith in the instructor and the instructor has never ever had <gasps> had this tested before wow so then he just he just touched that guy's shoulder and he fell you know down. he just he just teaches what he thinks works and the student believes it and oh. so in a sense oh. it will work on them yeah, I mean, again, it's that hypnotic suggestion where you've spent enough time believing that this thing is true, and I mean, I, undoubtedly, these people are are falling down because of the, oh my gosh, suggestion. You know, right. not because this guy's actually using some mystical power. It's just they've essentially been brainwashed. Exactly. This it's, is it's this just, is reality. Oh, that was a good flip. It's brain so control. Pause okay. That, pause it there. Let's let's bring it back for a second. So I think is that the same video that we saw? I earlier? think it is. Yeah. yeah that's okay. the MMA fight versus yeah. the. The so let's master. bring it back and look at some comments because I imagine after that video we've got some yeah, people have it, some things to say. And you guys that are just tuning in right now, <laughs> you guys that are just tuning in right now, hey, we want to see your comments. We want to see your thoughts. We're beating up some stuff that's out there. There's so much hocus pocus that exists out there when it comes to the world of martial arts that um, we really, this is something that's near and dear to the heart of Jeremy over here as well as the rest of us. And the bottom line is this. There's no substitute for hard work. There's no magic. There's no Harry Potter magic spell and a wand. 
that's going to that's going to save the day. It, there's not it's hard work. I mean, you got to get out there. You got to do the hard work. So what what do we got there? Well, let's see. So I feel like I can use a taser and move the same way. Yeah, that's a great point, Andrew. So Andrew, but a taser. But again, a, a taser. Obviously, we're now we've used electricity. Right. To our, and we do have the dead mock. Thank you, Benjamin Franklin. Oh, uh, let's see. There's. Looked like there was some good back and forth manner going on between some folks, and I didn't quite catch it, but that's okay. Um, so I can go through places. <laughs> Mike Beatty, you shut your mouth. Magic's real. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please don't tell my five-year-old. I'll, I'll shatter his, oh, shatter these, his dreams. These comments are hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. We, we got some. So best self-defense. All right, Chris, best self-defense. That's a really good question. Some of these are really funny. Um, Jeremy, best self-defense. Uh, you know, it all depends on how much time you can put into it. Your best self-defense, I would say, is some sort of grappling uh, right behind sprinting in the other direction. Nice. Uh, I like that. Well, you know, we did, a, we did a show one time with Jeremy. I said, Jeremy, what's the top five self-defense moves people should learn? And he, and he sat there and he thought for a second. Mind you, this is one of the top fighters on planet Earth. He sat there and he thought about it for a minute. He goes, get a gun, learn how to use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't matter how good of a fighter you are there. You, you can't outrun a bullet. Tactical I mean. flank. Hey, hey, so is it easier to run on top of fresh water or salt water? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, a a, that's a crouching tiger, hidden dragon reference, I believe there, Gregory. <laughs> I'm going to um, go ahead and say salt water. 100% because because salt water. water. A little bit Buoyancy. Better, so yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. What is KC oh. fight? Oh, well, that was the video that we just watched, Andrew. So Andrew Kramer's asking thoughts on KC... KC fight method. That was the one that what we were just that? watching. No, it was the it was the first one that we were watching. That essentially, that guy got punched in the mouth. Oh. And, uh, so if you, if you later on you can go back and we'll watch that a little bit uh, later on. That was actually the first video, Andrew, that we put up where um, the guy is you know he's doing magic with his uh, with his students and then he fights a guy that actually punches him in the mouth and um, he starts bleeding and he's got this. <laughs> He's got this look of like, no one makes oh my gosh, my what, blood. what happened here? So, Reality yeah, I mean, shattered. if it if it feels or seems or looks too good to be true, if it you see someone is. that is doing something that that appears to be superhuman and and impossible, there's a good chance it probably is. There's a there's a like a really good chance, like a ninety nine percent. Like if it if it looks like it's choreographed from a movie probably not going to work in real life. I mean, how many times have you seen sequences play out in real life like they do in movies, Jeremy? Uh, very, very, very rarely. Almost never. Right? Almost never. Almost never. You, get, you can get a little piece here and there. I mean, that's, that's really what the essence of martial arts is, is, is training and repetition. You know, just like a boxer being able to throw a punch and slip a punch, in small little components it can work. But when you see a four or five, six, seven, you know, move sequence put together, it's... it's unrealistic yeah and and you know the other thing is when you watch these videos people are almost always a hundred percent compliant and we'll see some other uh, videos that will kind of demonstrate that a little bit better better but I mean it's a lot different when someone is really trying to hurt you yeah and, and, really, that's what, and that's Chad that's the video you're talking about we yep we actually watched that a little bit earlier and we're, we're gonna go back on there so you guys that know, don't know that's Dr. Chad he's one of the ready men crew that's that's helping us out on a bunch of stuff. So he's got a bunch of great stuff. And then Timothy actually has got a great thing. Hey, we're, we're all about self-defense. Yeah, you gotta learn how to use your hands and fight. But I mean, in a world of like super narrow bandwidth on time, sure. if, if you want true self-defense, 
get a gun, learn how to use it, you know, so, and you know, and the other thing, that part B to that question that I asked earlier about to Jeremy was, uh, you know, I was like, what's the, what's the best moves for self-defense? And he was like, hey, get a gun, learn how to use it. And then number three was, don't get in fights. Stay out of fights, stay out of situations where, you know, where you're at, so. Nice. All right, let's, uh, we've got another video coming up, so let's, let's kick it to that. I think it was... Hold on, let's, let's answer, answer Philip's chi Philip Chipping's... Why is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so effective? Um, well, because it, um, it comes from a, from a mindset of serious competition and serious resistance in everything you do. So you're, you're going to drill a little bit, you're going to learn the technique, but when it comes time to test it and see if it's actually going to work, you do it against someone that is 100% trying to stop you. And generally, they know the same techniques you do. So, you know, there, there's no better test of, of something's effectiveness than doing it against somebody that's 100% trying because to fight Because you, you get a realistic viewpoint. That's where a lot of these other things, uh, I think, fail in terms of training, <clears> where <throat> you can't actually do them at full speed against, against someone who is really resisting. You know, how many times can you poke somebody in the eye to train it and practice it versus jujitsu, right. you can repeat it over and over and over again. And and that's where I go. I can't tell you how many times I've heard about like, yeah, you can shove your finger in a guy's eye and kill him by poking his brain out and all this oh, stuff. And I'm wow. like, have you looked at look at the anatomy of Bob here? You know what's behind the eyeball? Bone, bone. Yeah. And oh, by the way, the guy's probably not compliant. He's going to be thrashing around <laughs> right. as you're like trying to poke him in the brain. It's like, come on, man. You know, yeah. let's, hey, look, real, we got to talk about the ripping the throat oh, out. Oh, it's a great technique. The ripping we, the throat out technique oh that we've my. heard so much about. Oh, you see it a lot. I mean, I've watched, I've watched Roadhouse, right? And Dalton did that relatively with ease. I mean, tore the guy's throat right out. What do you, what do you think? <clears throat> Jeff, well, you're a pretty you know, strong guy. So, you got strong so, fingers. So, so Jer Jeremy once asked me, he's like, hey, have, have you ever heard of this? Have you ever seen this? Yeah, Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. Yeah. And also Rambo in the... Last Rambo, which I, I would argue is the best Rambo they put out when he goes into Burma, where he rips that dude's throat. I out. would agree, that's a great movie. But Jeremy asked me, he's like, is it, you think this is possible? And I said, Jeremy, we shot an elk. Now, obviously, an elk is a little bit bigger than a man. I reached up underneath its rib cage, grabbed hold of its esophagus, and with both hands, essentially did a deadlift on this on this elk so that I could tear its esophagus out. And everybody around me when I did that said, whoa, I've never seen anybody do that before. So to say that you could do that through skin, that's where I'm, I'm throwing the bullshit flag and saying, yeah. it's, it's not possible. Because there's a reminder, <clears throat> they don't want you to pull their throat out. They're yeah, probably going to be flopping They're around. They're gonna freak out. E even if you just look at the basic anatomy of it, I was just looking at this. So what do we got here on the table here? This is, this is some kind of leather. Some kind this, of leather. This okay, is some so kind of leather. Let's put this leather over the edge of your cup. Yeah. Now, can you punch your finger through that? Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Yeah. So again, I mean, aside from the fact that the person is gonna be fighting back and doesn't want you to do it, let's just say you have a cadaver there. If you think you can actually punch your fingers through, I don't know, eighth inch, quarter inch, rubber, there's no, you well, just can't do it. grab a football. Go grab a football right. and see if you can puncture that with your fingers. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Good all right. Luck. So let's just go straight down. We've got a list of videos. we got so all kinds of videos. We're going to beat here. up. Let's hit the first one, Zach. Russian martial arts. Now, we can't beat up on the Russians too much because they do have some legit well, fighting styles. But I, some of their stuff video, is absolutely and, and maybe this isn't fair to call it Russian martial arts. I don't know what you would actually categorize. Because that kid's not a Russian. I, this, this is amazing. 
Putin just rolled over. He's like, what? That guy's not a Russian. And, and this is a video that's been, again, floating around. And these guys are just really high-speed flailing. I mean, it's, it's kind of impressive. Here's a guy with a... Jeremy, the Jeremy, would this, would this work in the octagon? <laughs> Not even close. You know, I'm actually fairly impressed by their hand speed. But again, when you put no body weight or power behind anything, you can then opt for greater speed. <laughs> um, if you hear the sound on that video, the kid in his room hitting the, the uh, pad that the kid's holding for him, he's actually moving pretty quick. That, that's, you know, five or six shots a second, I would imagine. But there's no power in any of them, and that's how he's able to hit that fast. Man. And, and, and again, it kind of goes back to, look, if this was so effective, you would see people doing it when they have the opportunity to make millions and millions of dollars in competition. There's no reason why someone wouldn't be implementing this in MMA that I could see, right? right. It's not like That's, it's too deadly. I mean, or, is, this, is this the secret technique Merriweather's going to use against oh Connor? <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah I, I don't think Mayweather's ooh, gonna, he, now, he, tore he, some he did yeah. punch fast enough to tear paper. Which, which is really the true sign of a, of a martial artist if you can slice paper with your fingers. Correct. And that, the guy just punched, I think that was a crossword puzzle that he just put his finger through. Amazing. Man. Oh, and now they're doing it on ice, which we all know is a very common um, fighting platform. That well, if you're use. in Russia. Well, all right, that's fair. Right. That's fair. It's Man, cold you, in Russia. What do you think about this uh, bag uh, soccer ball configuration? I, can we put one of these in the gym to get some real training? I, I think we do need to work on this a oh, little bit. Man. The, the, yeah, the and, and, I, and I don't know what, what, you're, what you call that martial art. I don't know if it has a name. I'm just go ahead and say bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. So, yeah. Okay, so, so these videos other, are going. Yeah, they yeah are. they're this, pretty funny. They're so off yes, Robert, they are so off balance. Yeah, like a strong wind would probably knock them off balance. Oh, Chris, shots fired. He says, hey, now Tom Brady can puncture a football barehanded. <laughs> Who's Tom, can what? Can puncture, can puncture a, fo a football Who's Tom Brady? Oh, uh, Tom Brady is the quarterback. You don't remember the Super Bowl? No, I don't oh, watch boy. football. Okay, well, anyway, football player, uh, deflate gate, funny joke. So, so he could, right. he could. I no, no, it's a joke. Because oh, they were talking about the ball okay. being too deflated, and that's why they were. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, that was a joke. Good one. Okay, I get it. All right. All right. What other do we have in comments here? Uh, let's see. For self-defense when using BJJ, is your objective to finish the fight or break contact? Great question. That's from Sean. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? You, I, you know, it would depend on the scenario. Um, you know, everybody thinks about this just abstract idea of a street fight. Um, but there's so many different variants and so many different ideas that, that may come into play. You know, there's a big difference between... You know, you're, you're walking home from the supermarket to your car in the parking lot and you get attacked versus you're at your kid's soccer game and, and another drunk dad bumps into you. I mean, there, there's so many different levels of fighting. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're in a parking lot and you're alone, I would say choke somebody unconscious and then get up and get the hell out of there. If you're at, you know, the soccer game and the guy's, you know, you're, you're the kid's drunk dad picks a fight with you, you're just going to grab him and hold him until the security guards come and escort him away. And, um, and Andres, that's really, that's what we're getting at is absolutely, you can't draw it down on everybody that's out there. And really, if you, like everybody here, we all practice martial arts. We all practice fighting and all that stuff. So we're not saying don't do it. That, that is absolutely not what we're saying. What we're saying is if you want to learn how to fight, then go to a place that is teaching fighting. If you want to learn how to do art or, you know, therapeutic dance or something like that, there's plenty of other places that are out there. But don't kid yourself. You're either, you're either learning how to fight or you're learning how to do well, or you're not. And so, yeah, absolutely, Andres, we're, we're with you. We're big believers 
in the martial sciences is what I like to call them, the martial sciences of, of making sure that, because in a world of super narrow bandwidth and we only have so much time to learn how to protect ourselves, we're obviously very, very combat centric and that's what we're focusing on. Some of these other styles, hey, they look phenomenal. I love going to Hollywood and watching sure. the movies. You know, Charlie's Angels was, well, no, that wasn't a good movie, but you know, <laughs> but, you, know you guys get the point. Yeah, um, so let's see. Kenny Jones, as a good guy, I feel the purpose of a fight is to render the assailant incapable of continuing the assault uh, that their level of violence dictates. And I think that's true for sure, but sometimes, you know, it doesn't behoove you to stay in there and continue to, to work on this guy. Sometimes it's do what you need to do and then escape. And, so again, and, that's, and that's where we say engage so that you can disengage and get away. But if, you know, if it is one of those things where you have to render him unconscious or, or again, incapable of causing harm, then by all means, Absolutely. know how to do it and then do it. So Know how to do it and then do it. Yep. All right, let's watch another video. Let's on get one. Like, let's get another one. We got lots. We have videos for days. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh yeah, okay. This is, this is great. There we go. Jeremy, oh, set this one up this for us. This is a great oh, one. This is right so. up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one we found out. All right, Apparently, let's go back and replay that because it's It's obviously quite it. old. Uh, I would say it's from the 70s. Hello, 1970s. Yeah. All right. And so the idea in that first clip back, is it's back, uh, you got to go back, Zach, so we can watch that again because that, that was, was amazing. There's probably I heard a bunch of go. jaws drop yeah. on the floor. Yeah. So so this is actually a women's self-defense so class. Pause, pause, right there. Perfect. And so the the narration on this, the the narrator is actually saying if you're a woman and someone is trying to force you to perform this act yes uh, <laughs> you should be compliant and then bite his member off which off. they are using as uh so yeah they using are, a pickle exactly. or a cucumber i think as a substitute so and then <laughs> boom there it goes and that and that right is off. and three two one that's not even good tv that's horrible <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about that for a second so if that happened what what's going to be the next obvious follow-up that happens you know, again, it's tough to say. I, I would just from from personal opinion, if somebody bites it off, I'm probably going to fall down on the ground and start crying. Yeah, that's probably the end of the fight. I mean, exactly. it could be very, very effective, but I don't yeah. I, I don't want to recommend that because here's no, the thing. Bloodborne pathogens. Yeah. Right. Well, not only that, it's one of those things where it's like, let, let's talk about the reality when we start talking about psychopaths and sociopaths. The reality is. There's probably been such a tremendous amount of violence that's happened to that from from getting beat at that point that it's probably not going to get to that point. And that's you real, may not have your teeth you, at that point. You may not have your teeth at that point yeah, because sure. because you've been kicked and punched. And so that's really it's like teaching this is one of those things that you do is absolutely ridiculous. What like what we like to put out to women and and to guys too is you you fight and you continue to fight as long as you are conscious. If there's a bone sticking out of your leg, you continue to fight because the alternative is something you don't want to live with because you probably won't live with it. And so you fight. You don't sit there and do a tug of war over a stinking cucumber. You fight. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's get back. So moving let's, on, let's we've move got on. this guy <clears throat> taking on three dudes at one time, and he's just kind of slowly turning and rolling on top of them, and they all fell down, and now he's... Man, this is just a pile so, of hot mess. Yeah, what I, what I don't understand, and you see this a lot, at what point does falling down constitute death? <laughs> yeah, because now these guys can't move. Right. They, the two of those guys are done out of the fight. He fell down and apparently 
fell onto a knife because he's uh, dead. <laughs> no, I think the floor is lava. Ah. The floor is lava. These guys fell down and it and just game over. This is amazing. Now he's twisting them up and right. they are just in in excruciating pain somehow because he's grabbing them. What? But I, this is this is really this is how the Gracies made their made their name, isn't it? By calling this stuff out. Because right. the Gracies were calling this stuff out and going to gyms and saying, "Okay, let's let's fight." Yeah, and it, I, I'm thinking you got to be the strongest man in the world. If somebody has your hand with both their hands, and you can just overpower his two arms with your one by pulling it, just pulling it directly into you. I mean, right. good luck with that. Yeah, I mean that's. Oh, I think. Oh, they're, so they're showing a guy. I don't know what EFO stands for, but I think this is going to be that. Yeah. That uh, no touch knockout stuff. Is that what no, it is? No, this is. Uh, oh. He's he's quite friendly in the way he disables this person. Wow, this is really gentle. And he holds him down with simply with one, one hand, hand on his chest. That is amazing. So bad guy comes to attack you. You just twirl him around and then put your hand on his chest and he just lays there. Oh, oh, look out. Oh, hey, hey, take it easy. Oh, yep. This is yep. the wrist uh, wrist around. grip that completely disables him. Oh yeah, he. Oh, and then he. What was that movie? Because <clears throat> now the guy's asleep, and he tucks his arms in there and just just leaves him leaves, leaves him, him be. Nice. Don't don't call the cops on that man no, that just no, tried no. to assault you. All just right, leave so him there. Face out. Put your hands against both walls. Grab his elbow. Tickle him. It looks like. Ease him down to the ground, and he's asleep. I, I I am baffled. What is happening? Um, what yeah. is what, what is, is going on here? Have you I'm, ever used those in, am, in the military experience? I, Why don't they teach that to our armed forces? Because <clears throat> we could we'd be unstoppable, right? This is this isn't even good TV. <laughs> I, I think it's phenomenal TV. And then just walk away. And then just wow. walk away. Wow. Right, that was that, this one, that was that was atrocious. That was absolutely. I mean, you've been all around the world, Jeff and seen a lot of things. Have you ever seen anything like that implemented? No, the closest thing that I've seen where it worked like that was somebody got bashed in the head with a rock and they went down like that. Okay. Other I'll outside that of that, I mean, yeah, you know. absolutely. I mean, Jeremy Horn, have you ever been able to subdue someone with, with that little effort? No. Yeah, I mean, no, here's the thing. When you're trying to do harm to someone, it, it's kind of like putting a cat in a bathtub. They freak out, yeah, they, they don't freak. like it. I mean, and, and for a guy just to just slowly manipulate you. Okay, to I'm going to use that. Okay, when you get in a fight, you need to act like a cat getting thrown into a bathtub. Have you ever seen a cat go in, in water? It's scary, yeah. They don't like it. They don't like it. They, they don't go, dig it. They go apeshit. Yeah, and, they're, and they're like 10 daggers. Well, oh, yeah. actually, actually, 20 daggers <laughs> coming at you because they're, well, I forgot their fangs. And bites. They're a whole bunch of daggers and attitude coming at you. It's a bad day. So, yeah, that is a great, maybe maybe we make a shirt that says cat in a bathtub. Cat in a bathtub. <laughs> Fight like a cat in a bathtub. <laughs> All right. This, okay, so what do we got going on This is on actually, here. I wasn't going to talk about this, but Reporter this, accidentally ruins the thing. So, this video, it's, a, it's supposed to be a demonstration on this guy's mystical power, how he takes a glass and shatters a concrete block with it, which you're like, man, that's without, breaking, without the glass. breaking the glass, which is pretty impressive, except for when you see this reporter here just kind of lean on it and break it in half. <laughs> and, and this kind of goes to show, and Jeremy, you have some traditional martial arts background where some of these things that they're using to break the boards, the bricks, a lot of times these guys well, are maybe, using props, right? Maybe hey. the reporter was a ringer. Or maybe, yeah, maybe he's got the chi blast, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, the whole breaking thing in martial arts, it's, you know, it's a bit of a demonstration. It's fun for the crowd, and it's, you know, it's a good... Uh, uh, it makes kids feel good when they're learning, you know? It's kind sure. of a, kind of a point, you know? But, yeah, a lot of people oh. do go way overboard uh, with that to the point where they're they're being fraudulent. They're They're... You know, baking bricks to make them softer. They're they're partially cutting boards, uh, as if that's hard any anyway. I mean, 
Jeremy, I've seen you kick through a baseball bat. Yeah. Like a legitimate, not a metal one, but sorry, <laughs> but, a, but a wooden, you know. Uh, have, have you really? Major yeah. League Baseball well, bat. It's, kicked it's, right okay. through it. Yeah, so and, I, and I've seen a few dudes do that, and that's that is legit. Oh, so here's a great video. Here's another one with some just magical, mystical. I don't know what this lady is doing, but she's giving this guy a fit. Um, and we got a video of probably a 56-year-old lady, and a guy's coming to attack her, and then she's just wiggling around, and the guy, oh, this is great, and the guys just flop around. So I don't know what she's saying because she's speaking in Korean or Chinese. Chinese. She sent that one guy into dancing. Oh, and then look at that the guy. Oh there. man, watch the guy in the background just spinning and jumping. That's some amazing power to do that. Yeah. You know, honestly, what is amazing is the power that she has to uh, convince these guys that this is working. Yeah. Because I guarantee that all of these people would would say, yeah, absolutely. She hit me, and I could not control myself. In these convulsions. Could you imagine if, if a person with this suggestive power like got into politics or something? That'd be terrifying. Oh, wait a minute. We have the House of ooh, Congress and the Senate ooh. is full of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're Bam. already there. Bam. Got them. Yeah, and so, I mean, here you have this, this, this relatively tiny gal just with one hand shoving dudes and backing them up 10 or 15 feet, which yeah. is just pure, pure nonsense. Oh, no. Where did this... Zach, did you pull this video out? This is going to be bad. Uh, so this is some great advice. Pass gas. Wow. Yeah, turn off the rapist by doing Spit on yourself. Things. Blow your Urinate nose on, on yourself. yourself. Wow. Oh, gross. Poop on yourself. Yep. Poop your pants. That, but that probably, out of everything we've watched, is probably the most accurate. You think so? Oh, here we go. Now, we, here we go talking about eye gouges. What is she doing? Yes. There, that was legit. Bounce their head off yeah. the concrete. And now we're practicing. Go back with, real quick. With, the, with a tomato. Please go back just, just a little bit. I think that might have been <laughs> like a clementine or an orange. Rewind. Boom. All right. So we're practicing gouging an eye out by sticking our thumb through an orange, which we all know anatomically mm -hmm. is basically the same thing as a skull it's and an, an eye. eyeball, right? But yeah. the guy's not going to be just sitting there letting you do that. Yeah, good either. luck. It's really hard to gouge somebody's eyes out unless or you're John Jones and then you're professional yeah. at it. <laughs> oh, That's another you. thing that, that really... Oh, she's biting his lip. Oh, wow. I don't I I don't think that's not that's not self-defense. That's something entirely different. <laughs> that, I think they're making out. Yeah, I, I think some people pay good money to get that kind of action. <laughs> wow. All right. So uh, that was again just was, some absolute <laughs> bullshit on what to do to defend yourself. That Welcome was 1970s. Really bad. Yeah, really, we, really we bad. Just, so let's hey, bring back so, up the comments. Hey, real so quick. we've got like ten minutes left, you guys. Make sure you keep blasting in your questions, your comments, your thoughts as we're as we're going through. You know, we're gonna go keep doing this on the Savage Gentleman Ooh, where we're just let's see. We're having a good time with it. Um Jeremy Horn once hit a home run with his <laughs> shin. Yep, that is that is a true <laughs> story. Um Vulcan neck pinch. That's a great let's let's talk about that technique. So um Sorry, let me let me get Jeff up to speed because he doesn't watch TV or know any kind of uh, pop culture. Yeah, I know it was like Mr. Spock. Oh, okay, you, you do when know. You okay, put people to sleep yep, on there. Exactly, and and that Try works, it. and it works really well on my boys. Does it? Yeah, because I've got you know I've got pretty decent sized mitts, and then when I grab them, I'm like, hey, knock that off, and they're like, ah, oh, okay, sorry, Dad. But they don't <laughs> fall asleep. Well, absolutely. I mean, like in the movies where like you just you you chop or you pinch the guy and you just. Falls over. Well, but you know the brachial stunt. So that comes from like you know the judo chop. You know you saw in Austin Powers. It's a brachial stunt. So what's happening? And I will say this. I will say this. 
I have used that before on a guy, and it worked. <laughs> it, it worked. It, it like it works. So that what happens with the brachial legit. stun is you hit him in the carotid, and the carotid relaxes for a little bit, and all of a sudden it stops the blood to the brain, and they faint. Now, is that going to work nine times out of ten? I have no idea. Unless you're but, Jeff Kirkham, I don't think it will. But I hit this dude on the side of his neck, and it wasn't even a karate chop. It was like a backhand slap. And he he dropped straight down. He dropped so fast that I like tumbled over the top of him, and it was like Keystone Cops. And I remember <laughs> thinking, "Holy cow, that actually worked." That's magic. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so Stephen Harris says all MMA and boxing seeks to overload acupoints or the the nervous system junctions, and I, that's kind of a mystical way of putting, you know knockouts but essentially that is what you're doing i mean that sounds super super fancy but if you hit someone hard enough to make their brain bounce against their skull which is part of the nervous system they're going to go to sleep if you hit them you know in the chin where there's that nerve plexus also another good well way and it's not so much that as you're and you're then this side the tmj clothes yeah. that's transferring that energy to the brain boom you can one of those so, and that's really the best or... way to think that like, okay, there's a magical spot that if I hit you here, there's just a button. That's not really what exists, but it's blunt force trauma that makes, that either snaps your head so hard that it disrupts your, your spinal column. So, or... And Colton's got a great question there. What, what are you guys, pressure what are your thoughts about pressure point attacks? Hey, Colton, he, he trains with us actually, <laughs> yeah. you know, Colton. Um, Pressure point attacks. Uh, it, it it varies. Um, there. So the the point of a pressure point obviously is just kind of pain compliance, um, and you can't do that if you can't hold somebody still. So you know I, I could make Josh do whatever I want just by manipulating his finger. Really, just gonna ask me <laughs> if I can get him to sit still long enough. If you can't move your hand and I threaten to break your finger, you're gonna do what I want. But when you have the rest Go of ahead, your body, break it, Frenchie. I'm not. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, you know, one of the more common ones you'll see is uh, in, in fighting when one guy's on the other guy's back and he's trying to choke him, the guy keeps his chin tucked down and I'll reach over and put his finger under his nose to pry his head up. That's one that's reasonably effective, but it's only effective because I've got the guy completely stabilized and controlled and he can't get away from me. He can't stop me from putting my finger under his nose and prying at his face. So they, they have their place, but again, they're generally... Uh, overemphasized. Well, in, and, and again, you know, the, the notion of a pressure point, there are pressure points. If you go see Dr. Chad, he will find every single one of them for you. And when you just dig in on a, on a place, it hurts a lot, but that's what, you, what you're saying with pain compliance, where you might get the guy to shift and wiggle, but you're not going to incapacitate them just by right. squeezing on and a the, special and spot. I think, too, is, um, you know, when, again, when I, was a, when I was working as a deputy for that short period of time, we had guys that would show up into the jail and, like, like literally pepper spray didn't work on them. Like you'd spray them in the face, like they'd get out of control, you'd spray them in the face and they'd just look at you and growl. And, and it's like, okay guys, guess what? P pressure points, no, that, out the window. That, that's out the window, and ain't gonna work. And that's the problem with some of that stuff is it, it's, it's a game of delivering energy. You have to deliver energy or else, guess what? You're not going to incapacitate or knock somebody that, out. That reminds me. I saw a, uh, a video a while back. It was a uh, security camera footage from a bar, and they were using it in a court case. Um, uh, a patron in the bar didn't want to leave, although he wasn't, being, uh, he wasn't being violent or angry. He just didn't want to leave. And I don't know the whole backstory, but they wanted him to leave. So a cop comes in, and you see the video. The cop is standing there. The guy's sitting at the table, and for whatever reason, he just wouldn't leave. Big guy. Cop pulls out his pepper spray, sprays him in the face from six inches away, and the guy doesn't even flinch. He Ugh. just sits there and looks at him, wipes it out of his eyes, 
and goes back to business. Just yeah. saying, like, nope, I'm not leaving. I don't, it, you know, and I don't remember wow. the backstory, but yeah. So a lot of that stuff is just, you're trying to overcome their nervous system and make them do something basically through pain compliance. So Steven has a, another comment, um, shifting the jaw while getting punched deflects some of the direct pressure. I would say that that is pretty incorrect. You wouldn't want to shift your jaw, but clenching the jaw, if that's what you meant, absolutely. When your mouth is closed, that helps to deflect. Actually, the it's the deflecting of the jaw when the jaw moves from, from left to right or all the way back. That's what's slamming the tympanic membrane joint in your jaw that's now delivering the energy that's there. So when we talk about guys getting their jaws broken, you know, you got into a bar fight and busted his jaw, typically that's happening up here on the sides. And the reality is, that's why, you know, that's why Dennis, if you look at some of the early studies that were being done for keeping guys from getting knocked out, that's the real reason we actually wear mar mouth guards. Yeah, for, to bite down on. To bite down on because it stabilizes, you know, yes, it protects your teeth and mm. your gums and all that stuff, but it's to help keep you from actually from getting knocked out because as soon as that jaw shifts, boom, now you're twisting the head anytime we add rotation of the head. We increase the chances of a concussion or a TBI, you know, traumatic brain injury, which is fancy talk for getting knocked out. <laughs> and we actually know a guy that had his teeth knocked out through his mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, a buddy of mine, uh, Dustin Collins, one of the a guys hard as nails. Probably one of the toughest dudes yeah. on the planet. He's uh, incredible. He was in a fight, and the guy caught him in a clinch and kneed him right in the mouth. Uh, and uh, scramble around a little bit uh, later on in the fight. I, I'm watching him and he's roaming around with his mouth open and, and I'm screaming at him to close his mouth, obviously, because you need to have your mouth closed. Finally, they get a break in the action and I watch him pull his mouthpiece out, grab one of his teeth that was crooked, straighten it out and push it back in and then put his mouthpiece back in so he could bite down on it. Ugh. His four front teeth had all been knocked out and two of them were pointed at the back of his throat so he couldn't bite down on his mouthpiece. Wow. He had to pull his mouthpiece out and straighten his teeth out and put it back and, in. And really, when we talk about savage gentlemen, that's what we're talking about. That's pretty about savage. Is, is, is uh, be a gentleman until it's time to be a savage and then be a savage. You get your teeth knocked out, you keep fighting. Because there's, you know, if you give up, then you neither win nor lose. So Jeff, here's a, here's a funny one real quick. Uh, what about Navy SEAL Special Forces versus MMA fighter? Well, I can shoot out. I can outshoot most, <laughs> I, I, most I will MMA say that fighters is, or seals. So that is <laughs> that is that is very true. That is very true. As an MMA fighter, I want no parts of Jeff because the funny thing about Jeff is he will fight dirty. If he if he stuck to the rules, I might have a chance. But guess what? If he ain't cheating, he ain't trying. That's right? right. There's only one rule to a gunfight: cheat. There you go. There you go. Let's get some more. Uh, let's see. Do we have time for another video, real quick? All right, let's roll. Okay, let's one roll more video, footage. guys. Keep sending your questions, your comments. What do we have? Oh, here oh, we go. This is a great one to end on, one. I think. This is this is money. So, Jeremy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeremy's yes. laughing. So, set this one up for us. What's happening here, Jeremy? Uh, so, these guys in the yellow shirts, I don't know a whole lot about them, but apparently they have claimed that through the power of just screaming at people and, and <laughs> delivering your, your chi energy at them, they can stop people in their tracks. I so, it's like Dune. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they, they have people lined up trying to run at them and then they're screaming at them trying to stop them in their tracks on the beach apparently. And they really believe that this is going to work. Absolutely. Somehow their, their voice. So here comes the other guy to kind of coach him like, uh, hey, hey, you know, hey, take it easy. Hey, you, you, you ran wrong. Yeah, you ran too hard. Maybe a little bit slower um, and kind of run off to the side. Grab me. Not with that hand, the other yeah, hand. Right. The other hand. Nice. All right. Okay, so, so here he goes. Ready. He winds up. All right. On your right, mark. Here we go. Get set. 
Oh, and... false And come on. That, that's come what he did. He's he's, Man, uh, he's, he's really... throwing off his cheese. Oh yeah, he's by, he's psyching by... him out. All right, here he comes. He's running full speed and, and boom. Oh, and he that, got him. He that pulls did nothing. Him. And the dog oh, attacks him. And oh, the dog. No. And he's straight into wow. a rear so naked choke. He's like, what happened? This guy I can't believe. I've. I've seen this this group before in another video, and it's actually one. Uh, this is this is one of the things that bothers me about this. And I know I know we've had a lot of fun uh, making fun of these guys, but it really bothers me when I see martial artists teaching this crap because they're teaching it to gullible people that are going to try to do it and they're going to get hurt, um, possibly killed. Um, and this is another example. In this video, there's a, a small lady that's doing this, and she's trying to stop somebody by screaming at him. And maybe it is this video if it's the same one. The guy runs her over. And actually injures her back um, because she fully believed that she was going to be able to stop this man in his tracks. And she didn't. And she ended up hurting her back really badly. Well, and how far is it for these people to make the leap then if they believe that they can stop a human being running at them by yelling? Uh, I mean, what's going to stop them from being in the street and trying to stop a car? I mean, you know, I mean, it's not that far yeah, of a progression before it, it, mass it, hypnosis. Absolutely, Stephen, you're right. That's exactly what that hypnosis. is. Absolutely. That's exactly what I it mean, is. it's it's almost like Jim Jones all over again where it's like convincing people to drink the kool-aid yep it's horrible hey you guys we're about out of time now this is uh we're just starting off this savage gentleman live podcast so glad to see you guys make sure that you reach out tell all your friends and family about this they could find this interesting it's a little bit more edgy uh some of the stuff we've done in the past we're here we want to have fun we want to crush myths but we mostly we just want to pass on the aspect of, hey, let's have a good time with this, but also let's live in the land of reality, not the world of fantasy here as we're going through this stuff. So you guys, make sure you share this. Make sure you go to the Savage Gentleman and like the page, hit the like button, and share it with all your buddies too. And of course, we've got the Savage Gentleman t-shirts coming up right here. Oh, there it is. Nice. Boom. There it is. You guys can check those out. They're in the Ready Man store. Remember, Ready Man is the sponsor of this show as we're pushing this thing out. Jeremy, parting shots. <laughs> Find somebody that knows what they're doing and can prove it and train with them. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, anytime. And just one last thing. This is available on iTunes. If you guys want to download and listen to these later, go to Savage Gentlemen on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can get them there. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you Thursday for our live feed.